Disgusting Bitch Face Podcast. I am your host, Melinda. And I'm Julie. And we are ready to talk about our weekly bitch fit. Yes. Tonight is going to be an interesting episode. Tomorrow is the first anniversary of my dad's death. And I was telling Julie the other day that some really crazy, like, witchy spirit things have been happening this week. And she was telling me that she had really great stories, too. So I thought it might be fun if we shared our crazy spirit stories. And we would love to hear from you guys. What are your crazy experiences with the spirit world? Do you believe in it? Do you not? What's happened to you? I want to know. I can never have too much information. (laughs) I totally believe in it. A thousand percent. I've just had too many experiences that were way too crazy to be a coincidence so well i'm I'm excited excited. to hear yours (laughs) oh i have so many that it could fill several podcasts um but first how was your week um i had to stop and think like what happened this week i'm still (laughs) in quarantine i've been in quarantine at home for like a week and it's fine. I'm just thinking it's going to be really hard to go back to work after being off for so long. And hopefully we're not in quarantine for much longer. But I'm looking forward to life becoming normal and walking around without a mask will be really cool. I don't know. How's your week? Wouldn't that be fun? (laughs) Uh, You know, my week has been okay. My kids went back to daycare part-time this week. Uh, She's normally open from 7 to 5. Right now she's open from 9 to 3. But it has been extremely helpful to get them out of the house so my husband can work and so I can get the house ready. We're having some family over this weekend. My my baby girl, my firstborn, is turning 3 on Sunday. Um, So we're just, we got a bounce house. And um, it has, like, a water slide on it, too. Oh, that'll be so much fun. Yeah. So, like, my niece and nephew are coming and all the kids next door since we've been kind of quarantined together. Uh, I wanted to do something special for her. I know it's only her third birthday and it doesn't really matter. But her birthday last year um, kind of got glossed over because my dad had just died a couple of days before. And so... uh, I just wanted to do something special for her and let them have some fun since they've been cooped up for so long. Mm-hmm. So I'm that looking forward like to it. That sounds like a blast. I She's love so bounce much houses. Fun. I can't wait to see how much fun she has. She was, uh, she she experienced one like a year ago at a friend of hers birthday party with the little water slide, and she had so much fun. Aww. So it'll be fun for to see how Lorelai does. Lorelai loves a slide. Oh my gosh, you're going to have the cutest pictures ever. I can't wait. Yay. And then on Monday, we're going to have some professional pictures done. One of my friends is a photographer, and she wanted to do uh, a model shoot for, like, a milestone birthday. So I got a really cute dragonfly dress, and they're going to go take some pictures on the beach. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned uh, my dad's spirit. I guess kind of presents itself as a dragonfly Um, in October my mom and I got matching dragonfly tattoos which I could share that story in a in this podcast if it doesn't run too long yeah but I thought it might be fun if we talked about our first experiences with the the spirit world to kind of warm us up so why don't you tell me what what introduced you to the spirit world um So I've always kind of believed in spirits in some way. I used to be a Christian for like my whole life. So, you know, we believe in spirits in some ways. But um, the first thing that I can remember would be very shortly after my great grandma died. um, She and Vanessa were very, very close. So it was really hard to explain to her because I think Vanessa was like three at the time. And... I had been working in this, like, call center for a huge timeshare company, and I loved it for a long time. And then, like, my grandmother slipped and fell and hurt herself. And, you know, sometimes when people are, like, very old, they can be in perfect health, and then one fall or one something just kind of sends them downhill so quickly. Yep. And 
that's what happened with her. She was in perfect health. She lived on her own. She was 88 when she died. And she, up until like a, a year or two before that, she was still driving. Only in like a little two mile radius. But still, like she was completely independent and she was perfectly healthy. And then she slipped and fell one day and it completely sent her downhill so fast. And I had just had this feeling, this like nagging feeling every time that I was at work that I needed to quit my job. And it really kind of came out of nowhere and it got to the point where I was like, you know what, if, if I am meant to pack my bat, like pack my stuff and walk out right now, let me feel that it is just so overwhelming that I can't deny it. And I just, I couldn't even make another phone call. I just went up to my manager and said, I have to quit my job and I'm going to go spend time with my grandma in the hospice, in the hospice. And I packed my stuff and I quit my job that day and I was able to spend almost every day. No, I, I was able to spend every day, almost all day with my grandmother in hospice by her side with Vanessa until she passed away. And I think I missed her last breath by maybe 20 seconds. I oh, was wow. coming in that day and I was in the building. I just didn't get there fast enough. And I was always so grateful for that feeling that I couldn't deny for all of that time that I got to spend next to her, whether she was coherent or not, just being next to her and being with her. Um, and I would not have had that opportunity had I not left my job. But shortly after she passed away and I had been trying to read a book to Vanessa about when someone you love dies and stuff like that. And I was sitting on the edge of my bed and I felt the bed go down beside me like someone had sat down. Oh next my gosh, to me. I just got chills. I felt <clears throat> the physical presence of her as I was looking at that book to read to Vanessa and trying to figure out how to explain to her why her grandma wasn't there anymore. And I will never forget that moment. I will never forget the feeling of the bed physically like pushing down beside me. Oh, I just, I keep getting chills. That's so beautiful, though. Like, oh, that makes me so happy. I have another grandma story that I'll tell you real quick. Um, I swear my grandma, like, she really hung around for a while. Um, so my, <coughs> my aunt and I Excuse were me. looking through her house. You know, they were getting ready to sell the condo and everything. And we were going through all of her items. And there were these two, it was, it's like, um... I think it's made of like ceramic um, and it was like an angel in a picture frame, but it was like ceramic art and there were two of them and one of them had a chipped wing and I told my aunt, I said, I would like to have one of these angels. I like the one with the chipped wing and she said, oh, that's so funny. I wanted the one with the chipped wing and not two seconds after she said that, the other one fell off the wall and the same fucking wing chipped the same way that the other angel did. Oh my gosh. I am not even kidding you. We both looked at each other and were shocked. And there was no reason why that thing should have fallen off the wall. It's completely secured. It had never fallen before. Same wing, same chip. I mean, seconds after we were kind of fun, like, jokingly fighting over who got the one with the chipped wing. That's, like, were you even near it when it <laughs> fell? You were standing there talking about it. But, like, nobody touched it. Nobody was no. touching anything. Oh, no, it was, it was hanging in the hallway. It had never fallen before. It's, like, <laughs> there was no reason for it to fall. We were just standing there talking about it. That's so crazy. I, I know. Love it. How can you not believe in spirits and ghosts and stuff when stuff like this happens? I think you just have to really be open to it. Absolutely. And, and then, like, not call it a coincidence when it happens because it's just too much stuff like that has happened. For sure. For yeah. sure. So tell me, tell me some of yours now. So I'll just tell you, I grew up super religious. I'm talking, I was in some sort of... Christian building seven days a week. 
I went to a private Me too. school, and I grew up in a Southern Baptist church, and... Uh, I went to Christian school from, like, kindergarten to seventh grade. Yeah, I started my eighth grade year in public school. Me too! That's so funny. Oh my god, that was the first time I had ever gone to public school. Eighth grade. Yep. yep. And I was like... Definitely one of the only white girls there. Um, Me too. And it was honestly like, I'm just so glad because it opened my eyes and unsheltered me in so many ways. And it it taught me like how to be an advocate um, against racism. Oh yeah. I loved prime. I loved um, public school. I could not wait to go to public school. I loved it. I know. I told my mom, I was like, I will literally kill myself if you make me go back to this school. Because we moved in the middle of my seventh grade year, and the school that she got me into, like, the people were cruel. Like, they mm-hmm. were so awful to me. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I wasn't kidding. And she knew I wasn't kidding. Like, I was just miserable. Um, so I'm, I'm, super, I'm super, super glad that we made that transition. So anyway... So, 8th grade to ninth grade, that summer we moved to a new house because she wanted me to go to a better high school. And our lease was up in our apartment. So, we moved most of the stuff in. And I had spent the night in the house um, by myself because I had to go over to the high school the next morning and register myself. And I could walk to the school. So, my bed had already been moved I didn't want to sleep on an air mattress, so she just let me stay in the house. We had good friends of ours that lived down the street if I needed anything, but we just spent all day moving. There were boxes everywhere, and so I go downstairs the next morning to go get some of the leftover pizza, and I come down the stairs, and you had to just kind of go through a small hallway to my kitchen, and I came around the corner, and I saw this dude standing there in, like, a cowboy hat. And I was like, who the hell is wearing a cowboy hat at 7 a.m. in my kitchen? And so, like, I, like, blinked and it was gone. And I was just like, okay, maybe I'm just hallucinating. So I didn't really think anything of it. Flash forward, later that day, I got locked out of the house because they had forgotten to give me a key. So when I locked the door to go walk over to school... I was now locked out. So there was a porch swing on the front porch. So I'm sitting on it and we didn't have our curtains up yet in the living room, but the TV was already sitting in there and I'm just sitting there reading a book. I always had a book. I'm like Rory Gilmore. Like I had books everywhere (laughs) and I, out of the corner of my eye, I see the TV turn on and it's like on the cartoon channel. Now, the cable was not set up. I'm pretty sure the TV wasn't even plugged in. And I see this little boy sitting on the, like, the back of the couch, like, facing the window. Mm-hmm. And so I look over and I just see this little boy laughing. And I, like, w- grabbed my phone to take a picture and he was gone. And I'm like, okay, this house is hell haunted. Like, <laughs> this is not cute. And I, so I told my mom when she showed up and like, she straight up did not believe in that. She was super Christian. Like, no, 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 no. She's, she's known better since then. <clears throat> I forget what happened to her. Well, Christians believe in spirits. No, not stuff. the Baptist. Not the Baptist. Oh, really? No. Hmm. Absolutely not. Um. Huh. So... I forget what happened to her, but what got her to finally, like, accept it was my little brother. We had a game closet. And in that game closet, we had, like, the world's oldest game of Taboo. And, you know, <laughs> Taboo has that super that is annoying like, buzzer. Well, one of my favorite games of all me time. Me too. And I can never get anybody to play it with me. So I'll play I it with you. I love that game. Okay, sounds good. Anyway, so the buzzer was hella old. Like, the batteries in it had corroded a long time ago, so the buzzer didn't work. So there wasn't even batteries in it because it was a moot point. We just kind of held it and went, eh. (laughs) Uh, So my brother is the only one home. And all of a sudden the buzzer starts going off. Just like straight going, 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 going. Would not stop. He was like panicked. He like threw it out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) And 
what, so that's what made my mom finally believe because Zachary was just as uh, skeptical as everybody else. And there's been lots of crazy things that have happened since then. We moved into a house that had been built for my, my step-grandmother. It was a scale model of her favorite dollhouse. Her sons built it for her. Um, and, like, sh- her presence was just all over that house. Oh, my, my cat's toys would go flying across the room because my cat liked to play fetch, and she always loved cats. Lights would turn off whenever there were people there that she didn't like or didn't approve of. Like, it was <laughs> hilarious, really. Um, but she, she made sure that the house was left for my mom. Um, and so that, that kind of reassured her, but I, and there's been like crazy things since then, but I will fast forward to this week. So the first thing that I, that happened was my uncle Bob made a comment on my Facebook when I had I, on Mother's Day, because I had said, you know, today's is really bittersweet because Mother's Day was the last day I talked to my dad. He had a had a freak stroke from a brain malformation that nobody knew he had. He didn't know he had the next day. Um, and so it was just, you know, kind of sad for me mm-hmm. because it just made me realize that the next eight and a half, nine days were going to be really rough. So my uncle Bob was my dad's best friend and he commented and said, you know, it's the craziest thing, but I know he's there with you when you walk by your kid's room and you hear her talking to somebody and laughing and you look in her room, no one's there. It's Parker, which my kids do all the time. Oh, wow. Um, and then he said, Sometimes I can hear his smart-ass chuckle in the breeze. And my dad had a very distinctive laugh. So, like, that kind of gave me pause. And he was like, I'm not kidding. It's It scares me every time it happens. And it just makes me so sad because they were best friends. Mm. And we didn't get to see him very often because Uncle Bob is a truck driver. So, he's everywhere. Like, I, I'll go five years without seeing him. So after that, my mom's best friend called her and she said, you know, I saw Bob's comment and it made me start thinking. I ordered something for Charlotte, my daughter, for her birthday. And when it was delivered, two were delivered. And I went back and I looked and I only ordered one. And I thought about getting one for Lorelai and I decided against it. It has to have been Parker. He he knew that both girls would want one. I don't know what it is, so we'll see what it is, and I'll have to update you. So I was oh, like, wow. okay, that's kind of weird. So then it is a couple days later, and my daughter, Lorelai, is just, like, inconsolable for no reason whatsoever. Like, she we call her the cookie monster. She will always ask you for a cookie every five minutes. Like, she... She loves a cookie. It was her first word. She had never even had a cookie. And she asked for a cookie. We tried giving her a cookie and she was like, no, I don't want it. And I was like, uh, are you okay? (laughs) Cause that's not like you. And so my mom just randomly popped in. Like she didn't tell me she ahead of time she was coming over, which is fine, but she doesn't do it that often. Cause she usually asks me if I need anything. And so she walks in and Lorelai, books it to her and she starts trying to get her like coat off and she was actually wearing the um the necklace with my dad's ashes in it and she hasn't been able to wear it for like two months because she works in healthcare because of covid Mm -hmm. so it was weird that she even had it on but lorelei just grabs it and just starts saying papa 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 and just like immediately stops crying she was eight months old, barely, when my dad died. So, like, she she does not remember him. But every oh time she gosh. sees a picture, she says, she points and says, Papa. And she, we never told her that that necklace was Papa, but she just knew. Wow. That's so, uh, we just start, like, adding these things up. And we're like, this is weird. I was standing in a 450-degree oven making bread, and I get, like, full body chills 
almost like when you you almost trip and that, like your that writing reaction and i i looked at the clock and it was about the time that he would call me i just just weird shit keeps happening so then my childhood best friend came in from portland for the weekend and we were sitting on the couch both of the kids were asleep the tv wasn't even on and we were both just kind of zoned out on our phones because we had stayed up all night talking and i looked over at her and i was like what did you say and she was like i didn't say anything and i was like i swear you just said something about andrew her boyfriend and she was like no i was thinking something about him and i was like okay and then it happened again. It happened like three different times over the course of the weekend. Like I could tell you almost what she was thinking, but it just like I couldn't quite hear it enough. It was very weird. And wow. then today, it had been threatening to rain all day. It has not rained here in two months, and on Monday it started raining. Just, it seemed like it was the week leading up to the forecast was for sunny and then it just it poured all day Monday yesterday it was in the high 80s and sunny uh, I'll have to post a picture of my lovely sunburn I was outside for three hours working in my garden and managed to get like the craziest sunburn you've ever seen God, it looks so painful. I, I felt so bad for you it really like it only sucks because it's in my lower back and I've become a back sleeper since I had kids. Mm. And both of my hips are all, like, out of whack because I've been bending over, planting stuff, and, like, hoeing out dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, like, it hurt to lay on my sides. It hurt to lay no. on my back. And, I'm like, I cannot sleep on my stomach anymore. But, um, so today it was overcast and the it had cooled down because of, the Monday rain, and it, it was threatening to rain all day. And so I was like, you know what? Screw the housework I need to do. I really need to finish my garden. And so I, as soon as I dropped my kids off, I ran outside, and I was like, all right, Austin, come get me at 2.45 unless it starts raining so I can go get the girls. And I worked outside all day, and it kept almost raining. Like, I would get one drop on me and be like, and I would say, no, not yet. And I'm like, Dad, I'm going to need you to do something about this because I really need to get this done. And it was thundering, thundering, thundering. And I'm like so close to being done with the stuff that I needed to do. Because I wanted to finish tilling out the back half of my garden. I had to re-till it so that when it rained, it would set. And I would see how much was going to fall off. And so I'm like racing the clock. And so I finally get it done and I run put the tiller away and I run and as soon as I get under the porch the bottom fell out of the sky like it had been raining for hours and so I'm just like, it's like okay. it's kind of like the heavens are crying mm-hmm. oh. it was like dad was holding back the rain for me yeah that's funny I mean really I think the craziest thing was the like telepathy but it's just like all these re- little reminders yeah that he's around. I've been chased by dragonflies all week. I mean, like, just just <laughs> weird shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Have you ever seen, like... I know that you've seen, like, you saw a child, you saw a man. Have you ever seen something that appeared physically like so my when my mom died she and Vanessa were really really close of course and um gosh a couple a couple weeks later Vanessa was in her bedroom and she was watching tv or something and she looks up at the wall and there's like this projected image of like an angel and it was just it was like the sunlight hit the window just right and projected like it it legitimately looks like an angel i have a That's picture so of it cool. somewhere oh you're gonna i know on instagram yeah i'm gonna try to find the picture but it like it's just what are the odds that this random 
angel would be projected onto the wall like the the sun hit the window and the blinds just right and like it's just so crazy and i just told vanessa see like that means that lulu's here with you she's watching over you and vanessa still talks about that but have you ever seen anything like that a projection something i don't think i've seen a projection but like i said with the dragonflies um oh yeah while my dad was in the hospital, he was he was in a coma um, because he was on a ventilator. And so they would kick us out between 6 and 8 o'clock. So we would go over to my mom's friend's house because they had, like, an outdoor bar. Just kind of, like, decompress. They would feed us. Uh, you know, we could just kind of try to relax as best we could given the situation. Um, mm-hmm. And while he was in a coma owls were appearing everywhere and so it's kind of unusual the way that they were appearing um and we started looking into like spirit animal type things and you know owls are not necessarily like harbingers of bad like they can be you know symbols of change and wisdom and all those other things so we're like okay this this kind of makes sense like we kind of just took it as a sign that we were making the right decision because we had to decide basically to either ignore my dad's wishes and give him a tracheostomy and a G-tube and resuscitate if needed, even though he had been very clear uh, that he did not want any of those things. As far as literally two days before he had this, like, freak accident of a stroke, he just randomly decided to tell us this. And we're like, okay, like, well, whatever, man. Like, this is not something that's relevant to the conversation. But apparently it was. He also paid all of his bills a month ahead for the first time in his entire life for, like, seemingly no reason. That is so crazy. Made sure he called everybody. Like, it it was very strange. <clears throat> but, um, so then right after he died, I went back home and they had been scheduled to move up here, like, a week later. And so my mom was like driving somewhere and an owl literally almost swooped into her window while she was stopped at a stop sign like it just swooped out of nowhere and she had been sitting there thinking like am i making the right decision should i should i go for this should i accept the job that i'm supposed to be starting or should i find something else and then she was saying goodbye to her best friend locally and uh an owl swooped right over her head like literally ruffled her hair oh my god and so she was like okay so i guess that's the right decision and so then when she got here it kind of changed and we had read you know like the the 12 most common like spirit animals and what they mean kind of looked into different things just out of curiosity more than anything and we we saw the dragonflies and she was like you know what i haven't seen a dragonfly in a really long time just we were just talking about like the different ones there was like crow she's like i've never seen a hawk i'm like mom you've seen a hawk before and she was like no i mean like around here i'm like okay whatever but like uh so on her first day of work she walked in the building and they you know showed her around the building and then they gave her the keys to their office and said you know your office is right over here and she opened her office which you have to go through two sets of doors to get into the building and then another door to get into her office and there were two dragonflies in there Oh my gosh. And then, uh, in the meantime, like, I was having a little pity party leaving work one day and was just, like, all up in my feelings and kind of just being bitchy. And, uh, a dragonfly flew directly into my forehead where my dad would always, like, jokingly, like, smack me upside the head and be like, (laughs) get over yourself. And then it just landed on my windshield and stared at me. Uh... (laughs) Wow. Like, it was just weird. And so, I mean, like, the first night that she got to her condo when she bought it, there was a dragonfly on the door. There were, she was in her feelings one night, and the house across the street from her had been rented out for a wedding. And she's sitting out there, and they start singing uh, their song. And she looks up, and there's dragonflies swarming her house. Oh, wow. The dog's water bowl inside, inside her house doesn't ever go outside always inside uh 
she went to look to see if the dog needed water and she sees all this stuff in there and she's like what the hell is that and she looks down and she takes a video of it and she sends it to me and she's like what is in sasha's bowl sasha was my my dad's dog i bought her when his brother died um there were dragonfly larvae what in the water bowl like that never leaves the house like how did they get in there oh wow that's crazy so then we decide we're going to get dragonfly tattoos. We're sitting in the tattoo artist parking lot waiting for my other best friend to show up because she is a tattoo artist. Um, and she was going to draw up the dragonflies. And so we're both looking on Pinterest, listening to music, um, trying to find the dragonfly that we like to kind of show Megan where to go with it. And a song came on. It was a cover of the Cranberries Zombie, but it's like a heavy metal cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, you know, what's funny is I, I didn't fall apart after dad's death cause I was busy trying to take care of everybody else. And it, it took a long time. And this is the song weirdly that made me fall apart. And like, I had to like pull over, uh, on the beach road where there's really nowhere to pull over and just like sob hysterically and listen to the song over and over. And to this day, I cannot listen to that cover. It's by bad wolves. It's amazing. Uh, without crying. And she just looked at me, like, jaw slack. And I'm like, what? She goes, that was the number one song on Daddy's Spotify playlist. What? So while it's playing, we're both still looking at Pinterest. And we've been showing stuff back and forth. And we both turn and show each other a picture at the same time. And it's the same dragonfly tattoo. Oh, wow. So we're like, okay, I guess <laughs> this is the one we're getting. That's the one. Yeah. So I, so I have it oh. on my, on my uh, like, collarbone, shoulder area. And you didn't know that that was on his Spotify no. or anything? No. I don't even, like, have Spotify. And you heard it on the radio just randomly? I randomly was, like, looking through songs to to just put on a playlist. And I, I saw it and I said, ooh, I wonder if that's a cover of the Cranberries. Because I love the Cranberries version. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know if it was a cover of it or if it was, like, a separate song. I had never even heard of this band. I just picked it. And so it just, I, I had my, uh, I use Amazon music and it just randomly came on and I like, I was like, oh cool, it's a cover. And then I, by the chorus, I was sobbing. Wow. And it's so, so strange. And I just found out recently, now this was almost a year ago. It was last summer. It was after he died, but it was last summer. Austin, my husband and I were watching music videos of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> one night he decided he just wanted to listen to 80s power ballads outside and so we were just hanging out and um this was one of the suggested songs on youtube and he had only heard it like once and so we decided to watch the video which i had never seen and apparently bad wolves were supposed to record that song with the lead singer of the cranberries and the day they were supposed to record it she died oh my gosh and how did so, she die? I forget how she died. Wow. Um, I think it was in some eerily similar way. But they they recorded it anyway as like a tribute to her and like donated a bunch of money to her family. That's crazy. Like they had this whole thing written at the end and I was just like, holy shit. Like it gave me chills. Austin cried and he is Aww. not a crier. Like he's not a crier. I've seen him cry I think five times in the eight and a half years going on nine years that we've been together um i've seen him cry five times maybe and at least three of them were about his dad's death one of them was my my dad died because they were very close um but it was just like it was just so crazy all these weird coincidences like i don't believe they're coincidences i think skeptical people or people that aren't open to it look at it as a coincidence but I don't really believe in coincidences Mm -hmm. I mean if it's like one or two things sure it can be a coincidence but when it's repeatedly like over and over all these things that connect I mean how can you deny that I like I just look at like me and you you know we both had a I had a mutual podcasting friend and she just randomly out of the clear blue sky was like you know what you guys should talk about starting a podcast and then we talk and we have everything in the world in common Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, Even like we have, we have, we both have brothers with the same name. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And that was going to be my next story. This is like the really deep one. Um, <clears throat> maybe. Okay. Uh, so, okay. So I feel like I'm a little bit psychic. I just have these intense <coughs> feelings. I predict things before they happen and it's just crazy. So I think Vanessa was like two. This was probably about 10 years ago, I think. Um, so I have a bunch of siblings, brothers and sisters. Are they all full siblings or half siblings? Half. They're all half. Okay. So there's uh, six of us and four different dads. Um, oh, wow. Two of us have the same dad. Um, so I had, I'm the second... There's my older sister, then me, then my brother, DJ. Well, we had just started talking again because he had moved. I lived in Las Vegas and he had moved to California with family and then he ended up coming back to Las Vegas. So we had just started seeing each other again. He was about to turn 18 or about to turn 19 one of the two, and um, he had seen Vanessa once, and she was a baby, and then I hadn't talked to him again for a while. So, I got into my car one day, and I had this intense feeling, almost paralyzing, where I started to have an anxiety attack, and was terrified to drive. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And I pushed through it. I had to go to work and everything. So I dropped Vanessa off with my aunt and then I went to work. Well, there were several days like this. It was like almost a whole week. And I think on the third or fourth day, I told my aunt, we need to get my will done and figure out what will happen to Vanessa if something happens to her, to me, and I need life insurance, and, like, we need to take care of this right now, and I told her, I think I'm going to die in a car accident. I was like, I don't know what's happening, but every time I get behind the wheel, I'm having a full-on panic attack, I am terrified to drive, and I'm convinced that I am going to die in a car accident, and we need to get my will done in life insurance immediately. And, I mean, it seriously was several days like this. And then I go to pick up Vanessa one day, and she's like, there was just a black crow sitting on my doorstep for the longest time. I was like, that's awesome. So, um, finally... One night, I, so my aunt used to take care of Vanessa when she was a baby while I would work. And I came home from work and my aunt answered the door and she goes, um, why don't you come in and sit down? And so I'm like, oh my God, what happened? So I sit down at the table and she says, DJ was in a fatal car accident and he was in his truck and he switched lanes or something, lost control of it, flipped and it killed him immediately tonight. And I was like, just bawling, bawling. And, you know, he was my little brother, but we weren't super close because so much had taken us away from each other. You know, just having separate dads and like my great or my grandma adopted me and raised me. So she was my mother really. So we didn't grow up together. Um, but I didn't think it was going to be him. But the fact that for a whole week leading up to that, I was just, terrified and paranoid and was convinced that I was going to die in a car accident any day is just like insane to me. Insane. 
That is like, crazy. No, it's how crazy. How can you predict, you know, thank God it wasn't me. I didn't leave my daughter behind. It's devastating that it was him. He was just, I think he had just turned 18. He was so young. But it still shocks me because it's like, just out of nowhere, I just get behind the, the wheel and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, and I've never been a paranoid person worried that I'm going to die, but I could not handle that week leading up to it. And wow. I did have it, stuff did like it that happens to After me. that? No. Huh. No. I knew, I thought it was going to be me. It just wasn't me. Yeah. It's just like you had that premonition. It just wasn't yeah. getting directed in the right way. Yeah, and, and you know, in, in more lighthearted type of situations, I can read people. I know when people are lying. I can, I have, like, some kind of psychic premonitions or something where I will know something's going to happen before it does. It It's weird. I would never be like, oh, I'm a psychic, so, you know, call me and pay me $50 and I'll tell you what's going to happen. But... <laughs> Call me Sometimes. now. <laughs> Call me now. It's me. Julie. Miss Julie. <laughs> You're old like us if you got that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those Gen Zers have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> but I, like, it's it can be little things to big things, and I can always tell when someone's lying. So it's like, I mean, it's a good trait to have sometimes, but... Yeah, no, I'm, like, a terrible liar, but I did, as a a younger individual, have, like, a problem with pathological lying, which was later, like, explained to me to, by my psychiatrist and my psychologist, and we were kind of able to, like, move past it, which is, like, a coping mechanism, because I felt Mm -hmm. so, like, inferior, and I still do have a really hard time feeling, like, inferior to other people, and I'm always very self-deprecating, and... I'm sure you figured that out by now. Like, I don't feel worthy around other people. But, um, I, like, I, there's, I'm, I'm willing for people to, like, call little, me out. <laughs> well, I'm guessing there's a little bit of trauma in your background somewhere. Just a smidgen. <laughs> See, I'm psychic. I didn't, I didn't get that uh, PTSD <laughs> diagnosis for nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I hear you. But I, I, I kind of am with you there. Like, I have pretty good intuition, um... I'm pretty good at reading people most of the time. Now, I I will say that I have trusted people that I shouldn't have. And Mm -hmm. I pretty much knew that I shouldn't have trusted them. And I I think my intellectual brain was at war with my sympathetic brain. Where I want to give everybody a chance. Yep. And I've been burned. Um, That's a story for Patreon. Well, any time that I've had this intense feeling of not trusting someone... And I've gone, oh, just don't be so paranoid. Not everybody is a child molester or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking time I've pushed my intuition aside, I've been wrong. Yeah, I definitely... (laughs) I had a really weird feeling about my ex-boyfriend who ended up putting me through a lot of trauma. And it was kind of funny because my dad set me up with him on like a semi-blind date like I knew who he was we had interacted here and there but like not anything significant and I just needed a date to a wedding because uh this wedding originally I was supposed to be the maid of honor and the bride's brother was the um best man and we had dated but uh by the time the wedding came around they ended up not having the traditional maid of honor and best man but we had broken up and it was a it was a kind of an ugly breakup he he broke up with me via email because he lived in the netherlands at the time um oh jeez so that was nice 90 day fiance well no he was american he was in the army oh but his best friend (laughs) had tried to date me and failed because he was a huge douche and um so instead (laughs) his best friend just decided he was gonna talk enough shit about me until randy broke up with me oh jesus uh and for a long time, I thought he was my, like, great white buffalo. Do you get that reference? No. Oh, Hot Tub Time Machine. He's, like, the oh, one God, who got away. Oh, God, I haven't away. seen that in forever. Um, but anyway, so, like, I needed a date to this wedding. <laughs> and so my dad, who 
never done anything like this before and thought I was stupid for feeling like I needed a date to this wedding, asks this dude to be my date. And he was like, who's your daughter again? And, like, he showed him a picture and he was like, okay, fine. Like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I'll do it. So we ended up going on a date before the wedding just to, like, kind of get to know each other. And I didn't want to go because I was like, all of my cousin's friends are, like, alcoholics and drug addicts. Like, no, thank you. I'm good. Uh, and then I saw a picture of him and I was like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I'll go out with him because he was super hot. But, like, I had my doubts and I ended up getting into a relationship and he ended up being super abusive and a narcissist and a liar. But I learned a lot about myself, and if it hadn't been for him, I wouldn't have moved back to Florida, and I wouldn't have met my husband. So, all's well that ends well. Oh, yeah. It all works out. But, uh, if I I had just trusted my intuition in the first place, like, I would have skipped a lot of shit. So, listen, so here's one quick little story. Um, so Vanessa also went to Christian school for a while. Oh, wow. And she would do, like... Uh, no, my aunt would pay for it. No, I'm with you. I understand. So, oh my God, I I could never afford that. It's crazy. I know. We're Um, talking about it with Charlotte, like, even for pre-K, the pre-K that I would like to send her to is like $400 a month or something crazy. Like it's For freaking (laughs) pre-K. Yeah. I think Vanessa's was almost double that. (gasps) Yeah. So anyways, um... So she went to this Christian school and then they had an after school program, which of course I needed because she was young and couldn't stay home alone. I, I would say she was probably like six at this point or so. And so the after school program was from an outside company. It wasn't like actual teachers at the school. So I came to pick her up one day and I had seen this one male teacher there plenty of times. And I always thought he was a weirdo and he just looked like a child molester. Right. And then I would just tell myself, like, don't be a fucking weird. Don't just assume that every nerd is child molester, Julie, like whatever. Um, well, I went to pick her up one day and she was the only kid there and he was the only teacher. Mm. And when I walked in, they were like looking at a computer, a lap, a tablet or something together. And I just had this sickening feeling. Like, my stomach was churning. My heart was racing. And I was just like, okay. So I took her home. And I was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so, like, he's pretty nice, right? And I, I try to ask her all these questions where I wouldn't be leading her right. in any direction. But I could kind of get a feel for what was going on. And so I was like, hey, how long? I'm so sorry. It took me a while to get here. Were you there by yourself for a long time? And she was like, no, just, like, a few minutes. It's like, okay. And then Mr. So-and-so, he seems pretty nice. Is he nice? Yeah, he's nice. Does he ever, like, give you a hug or anything? No, he never hugs us. Like, okay. You know, what were you doing? And what were you playing? And did he sit next to you? And just kind of trying to feel her out. And, And from everything I gathered, nothing happened. And... She said he never would even hug kids or anything. Okay. Well, I go home and I tell my husband at the time, like, I am feeling so sick over this. I cannot handle the way I feel. So I Google him and I find nothing. Well, not two weeks later, there's this big news story. Uh, There's been a big sting in Denver of... And they've caught, like, they rounded up, like, 20-something, like, child predators. And my brain goes, I will bet a million fucking dollars his name is on the list. So I pull up the news article, and I see his face in the cluster of men that were busted, his mugshot. And I guess what he had done is they busted him. They had, like, undercover cops on, like, Craigslist or something. And he was trying to pay a, quote, mother for time with her underage, very young daughters, Vanessa's age at the time. And, but the under, that mother was a undercover cop. Thank God. And, yeah, so he was trying to pay a mother to rape his, her daughters. And 
I was like, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Why do I tell myself, oh, don't, don't be paranoid. Don't be whatever. Because every fucking time that I deny myself, I'm wrong. I was right in the first place. So then I, you know, I call Vanessa in and I kind of ask her some other questions. And she's like, why are you asking me this? I was like, well, Mr. So-and-so was arrested for being inappropriate with children. And I just want to make sure that nothing ever happened to you, that he never touched you, was inappropriate with you. And, you know, you can tell me anything if someone ever tells you uh, if you tell, I'll kill you or I'll hurt your family or whatever. It doesn't like just, you can tell me anything, anything. And she was just like, no, nothing ever happened. Nothing. Well, thank God. And I was so fucking thankful because I would have had to murder him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like. Oh yeah. I would have murdered him. I would have murdered him for you. The innocence of a child. And I know because I have experienced so many devastating things as a young child. Same. It's like, I will protect the innocence of my daughter over anything. Absolutely. Any fucking thing. Like, I, I'm afraid to think of the things I would do to someone if they, t- like, did anything inappropriate to her. Oh, I would absolutely but, spend happily the rest of my days in jail if it meant that I protected my child. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's been stories of, um, there was a dad that, like, found out that somebody had uh, molested or raped his child and went and beat the shit out of that guy to the point where he fucking died. And I don't think he ever got charged. I hope not. And that's how it fucking should be. That, the, I mean, I'm sorry. Anybody that is going to traumatize, touch a child deserves to be literally beaten to death. Because it is something that will fuck you up for the rest of your life. 100%. And, and yeah, and I just, I guess, well, I don't want to take this so dark, but anybody that is just, like, telling themselves, oh, don't be paranoid, sometimes it's okay. No. Trust your intuition. It's usually right. Yeah. Do you have any other stories? Oh, I mean, I have so many stories. I could well. talk for hours. <laughs> but uh, I think that's a that's a good place for us to stop and maybe well, we'll, we'll was, do this again because I think this I is was going to kind of um, do something a little bit more lighthearted for oh, a few minutes. Let's do it. I'll open another beer. <laughs> Angry Orchard, come at me. Sponsor us. <laughs> All right. So this is a kind of like a quiz it's from buzzfeed so oh it's oh my gosh i want to see if it's the same one i picked okay go ahead okay so this <laughs> is, i had one you lined ha- up for us <laughs> <laughs> this one is do you have the same first date opinions as the rest of the world okay no it's not the same one okay all right so i'll ask you the questions and then we'll kind of see now these some of these can be controversial so i'm interested to see what you pick and i'll also let you know what i pick but Okay, let's get this clear. Who pays for the first date? Is it one person pays, you split it 50-50, or you pay for what you get? Hmm. Well, I mean, I would always offer to pay. Um, but if somebody else is insistent on paying, then by all means. So I guess I'll say... Um, hmm. I guess I'll say who who one person pays. Okay. Yes. Um, that's what I would choose also. I would always offer to pay, but if a guy actually let me pay, I would I'm judge him. him. Yeah, I would judge him too. I probably wouldn't see him again. I had to pull this feel... up so that I could read the questions again. So, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably wouldn't see him again if he let me pay for my food. Um, but if it's a shitty date and you don't want to see the guy again, then I am more than happy to pay for my food. Uh, for sure. And I'll probably pay for his, too. <laughs> I would, just but I would that. definitely pay for myself. Well, I mean, if it's, like, if I could just pay and just be like, okay, bye. Like, pull a Darcy, like, um, can I, I'll pay for his coffee. I need yeah. to check. I've done it. Coffee. I mean, I've definitely done it. Um, I've, but, yeah. I mean, it's, like, but here's the thing. I, like, I'll judge you a little bit, but also... I tend to think, and this is probably just the way I was raised and by whom I was raised, because uh, I was largely raised by my grandparents because my mom had to work a lot. Um, whoever invites you mm-hmm. or whoever invites who out is 
etiquette wise supposed to pay like even if i i said hey julie like let's let's go out and do something that's gonna cost like a significant amount of money that maybe not meet for drinks but like hey do you want to go do a painting with a twist like i would probably offer to pay for yours since i invited you out okay I mean, and if you want to pay for yours, fine. But, like, I usually end up paying for my friends. And then, you know, like, especially with my, my best friend next door, like, we kind of just take turns paying for stuff. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Especially, but when it comes you know, to like, a date, I definitely think, like, I definitely think the man should pay. At yeah, least on the know. first date. I'm kind and of that's a thing. You could take turns. I'm I'm cool with taking turns. Like, if, you, if the dude pays on the first date, like, I would like to pay just because I... I'm a little bit of a feminist, and it's, like, kind of one of those gender role things. Well, I like gender roles. So, but the thing is, um, in a relationship or something, yeah, let's take turns. I'll pay for something, you pay for something, or whatever. I'm not, or I'll go get something for you, and I'm not going to be like, hey, can you, like, Venmo me that money? Like, I am totally fine with that, but on a first date, I 100% believe that the man should pay. 100%. It's just, like, a respect thing, honestly. Yeah, I agree. And it's going to set the tone for the rest of your relationship, honestly. I don't know. I think if a guy wants you to pay half of the bill or pay your half on the first date and he actually likes you, then you're constantly going to be, like, getting an invoice from him for your entire <laughs> relationship. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, okay, so here's another one. Is going to the movies a bad first date? Hell Yeah. Yeah, you can't like even a, talk you or can't talk. each other. I, I don't want to go to the movies with a dude until I've at least kissed them. And I'm probably not going to kiss you on our first date. Um, yeah. I feel like going to the movies is, like, once you're in a relationship. Yeah, I agree. Um, which is the better first date? Going to get food or drinks or going to do an activity? Drinks. I totally agree. I, I like, like I've had some really fun first dates where, like, we went and got drinks and then went and did something. Yeah. Where it was kind of, like, spontaneous. Actually, one mm-hmm. of the, the guy that I was technically, I wasn't, I was not seeing him. We were more, like, casual friends, wink, wink. Um, but <laughs> when I cha- when I decided to move to Florida, I was sitting in this other dude's apartment while he was studying. And he and I had a really great first date. Like, I fell hard for this dude. Um, but, like, we met up. To have a drink, and then we went and played bocce ball. I don't even know what that is. It's like an Italian game, um, kind of like shuffleboard and bowling had a baby. But like oh, we went okay. and played it in a field, and we had like a cooler with us, and it was super oh, fun. Oh, that sounds like fun. And then we went to, um, we went to an arcade, and like we had a, it was like one of the best first dates I've ever had. Like I had so much fun with this dude. He was really cute okay. too. But, I mean, so, like, in that situation, like, I think drinks are a good icebreaker. If you don't like them, then you can cut the date after drinks. But if you do like them, then you can go into an activity. That's what I was going to say, yeah. If you go out to have, uh, like, dinner and drinks or something, then you're sitting face-to-face. You can talk and get to know each other. You're not going to get interrupted that much unless it's just your server helping you. So I think it's a really great way to start things off. Um, 53% of people answered that going to get food or drinks was the best option. Um, let me go back to the last question too. So this has, this was like a poll to see what is the most popular option. Um, uh, 38% said that it depends on the movie. If going to the movie is the bad first date, that was the number one answer. And then the number one answer I'm so for surprised who pays, by that. I am too. Um, the number one answer for who pays for the first date was um, split it 50-50, and 45% of people answered that way. Huh. That's a lot. Yeah. I bet it was all men. Anyways, what did you do on your first date with Ryan? Uh, that's a story for another time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. All right. So, um, which is a more awkward first date? Going to the movies, going to someone's house, or honestly, they're both fine? Going to someone's house. Okay. I don't want to go to anybody's house on a first date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't one... have sex on the first date, so <laughs> sorry. That guys. was the number one answer <laughs> with seventy-six percent. Alright. Um 
Is the first date better with or without friends there with you? What? What are we, 12? No, I'm not All going right. on a friend date for a first date. I Maybe, know. I would probably so, would for a second date, though, because I, I, I trust my friends' opinions. What if the option was if they're there for half and gone for half? Like, what the fuck? What? Hell no. no. I guess maybe if you, like, go and have drinks and you're having a great time and then you go meet up for friend- with friends for, like, a party. But Not no for thanks. the first time. I don't want to go on a first date with somebody else. Yeah, that was, um, 74% of people answered the better date is without your friends. Um, good. <laughs> yeah. What is the most embarrassing thing that could possibly happen on a first date? Uh, you see your ex, there's food in your teeth, or you run out of conversation ideas. I think if you run out of conversation ideas. I mean, I guess technically it's not embarrassing, but I think it's very telling. Um, so I guess maybe food in your teeth. I don't know. I'm split. I can't decide. I'm well, very I'm indecisive. Really surprised. I'm super surprised by this. So 53% number one answer is you run out of conversation yeah, ideas. Yeah, see? I'm not crazy then. 31% says there's food in your teeth. My answer would have been I saw my ex. Why is that so embarrassing though? It's not embarrassing. Oh, it's just annoying. Well, not embarrassing, just awkward is what I would say. Awkward, awkward. Oh, that's it. <laughs> it's only awkward to you though. Do you want to do another one? Because I have them all pulled up. Uh, we're at an hour right now. Okay, so maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> we can say, you want to save that for next time? Yeah. Let's do BuzzFeed quizzes for our next weekly bitch fit. Um, yes. I had, like I said, we had actually talked about that earlier, and then I had a bunch, like, kind of set aside, because I was, I like, was trying to find some good Cosmo quizzes, but there's, like... No, BuzzFeed I'm quizzes are to, the new Cosmo quiz. I mean, I'm gonna have to get, like, a, a subscription or something, because there's nothing good on their website. By it's the way, I'm in autumn. <laughs> I think I am too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for our weekly bitch fit. We hope that we could bring you some fun or laughter or I don't know, like maybe some spooky feelings. Some spooky feelings, <laughs> maybe some feelings that you're not alone. Um, please join our Facebook group at Rushy. Nah. <laughs> Resting bitch face podcast. Yes. Or follow us on Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod. Um, you could follow us on Twitter, but we really don't tweet. No, we don't. Use we it. need we to try. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, please leave us a nice review. If you don't like our podcast, you think we talk about each other too much, we think we talk about ourselves too much, don't leave us a review. Um, yeah, you may have just found clarify, the wrong podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was gonna say just to clarify. We're not a 90 Day Fiance podcast. We are a podcast who talks about 90 Day Fiance. Right. So if you're looking for, like, straight up 90 Day Fiance recap, no nothing extra going on, um, or if you want the focus 100% to be 90 Day Fiance uh, stuff, I would go check out 90 day fiance i want my podcast that is a great show yeah they are our good friends jen and miguel over there and they're, um, they're or, a great recap or you can go check yeah. out 90 day gays you can go check oh, out yeah. reality tv podcast that's another yes, favorite of us a good one uh, yeah know, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff out there we are going to be recapping shows going forward i don't think it's always going to be 90 day fiance we're going to try some new things try something different uh, maybe suggest shows for each other to watch or documentaries or who knows what we will recap something but the core of this podcast is really just going to be like our relationship our lives and fun things that we have to talk about or just interesting things that we like yeah. so yeah, so if you like the show, please subscribe and rate and review and follow us on all the things, and we will see you guys next week. Yeah, and uh, I'm sorry, I'm just going to put a little addendum on there. If sure. you have a show that you want us to recap or you think would be funny to listen to us recap, please let us know. Leave us a, a comment on Instagram or on our Facebook page, or you can email us at restingbeach, B-E-A-C-H, face, at gmail.com. We, we want to give you what you want. Is it, is the email resting beach face or resting beach pod? 
Shit, it's resting beach pod. (laughs) I met full disclosure. I also messed up the name of our own podcast in the original opening of the show. So I'm not drunk. I'm just stupid sometimes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But we want to be what you guys want within our realm. Yeah. Um, And if we can meet in the middle, that's great. And if you don't like what we have to offer you that doesn't mean you need to leave a nasty review okay thanks bye (laughs) bye